Ah, what a beautiful Christmas night. Well, it's not Christmas yet, but I suppose it will be soon. Yes, it's tough being Michael Caine these days, trying to just get by during the major holidays. You know, it, it it's it's uh it's no secret that uh, I'm uh, not retired, but some people seem to think so. But uh, who? Hello, how how are you, my good sir? Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I I I know you are. Are you all right, sir? I, I, do you need some help? Oh, Salty don't need no help. <laughs> what Salty needs, Salty, well, Salty don't always get, but Salty wants. <laughs> salty, you say. You don't get what, what you get, but are you confusing me? What, what the bloody hell are you tol- talking about? Oh, I gotta tell you, it's a, it's a U-log. I had a couple U-logs <laughs> the other night. Uh, that's the price I pay for living on the road, living on the road, living how I go. Uh, all right, well, have a nice day. Uh, Merry Christmas. I must be off. <laughs> Hold on there, you that, you that actor there. <laughs> You that are, yeah, you that king, you the king. Uh, that's Sir Michael Caine to you, sir. What? Tell me, what? What is it? What? What? Let me buy. Oh, I let you buy. I let you buy real good. You see, I, yeah. Be careful around that corner, cause that's where all the girls come out, and I like to. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I like to say some things and. Oh, oh! What what do you like to say? Well, salty, salty says salty things. <laughs> like what? Like what exactly? Well, I like to tell me, hey, how you doing there? And I say, hey, lady, that's a nice wardrobe you got there. Really nice. <laughs> all right. Is that all? I say their hair is out of place. I say your hair is out of place. You might want to fix it. Well, I suppose they might. I mean, now, I don't know. Don't you think you can come off kind of, kind of weird? Kind of strange? Well, we all strange. Ah, once you get past a certain age, we all strange, Cain. I, I suppose so. I suppose that's right. Well, again, I must be off. Uh, here's a dollar. Oh, I take a dollar. I take a dollar all days. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. I say a Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, just uh, you know, be uh, be careful. Don't uh, don't get too crazy with these these girls here. Uh, I'd be careful in this day and age, for sure. 
oh, the other one the other night came along that, around that corner and I said, hey, uh, you might want to be careful of that, uh, that rather large crack. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. That large crack on the ground, you might ever trip on it and uh, fall and hurt themselves. Uh, gotta be, they got to be careful, you know what I say. <laughs> Well, uh, yes, well, exactly. Well, it was nice meeting you, Salty. Again, Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. I must be off. Hey, uh, where you going now? Where you going now? Well, I'm on my way to, uh, I was on my way to see a a certain someone called Hambo. But I don't know anymore. He's, He's not the actor I thought he was. The Hambo, yeah, I know Hambo. Uh, you know him? Yeah, I know the Hambo with the Ham Palace. And I know uh, what he's been doing in the horse hijinks. And, oh, he's a big talker now. He's a, he's a straight shooter, son of a gun. And, but he won't have Roddy, salty Rod on anymore. Oh, why's that? Well, it's because I say too many nasty things. Too many nasty things. <sighs> I can't be saying them no more. Uh, all right. Well, just be careful. Uh, and a Merry Christmas to you. And a Merry Christmas, sir. And a good night. And a Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Back in the studio. Back talking on my Blue Yeti. It's about that time. It's about that time of the year to do the Christmas special. I know you've all been patiently waiting for me to put out the Christmas special, which uh, people have a tendency, a tendency to do. So, what does Christmas mean to you (laughs) besides the birth of Jesus? What does Christmas mean to you? Well, Christmas means spending some time with the family. Uh, Spending some time, hopefully making amends. Or at least starting over. Excuse me, with with certain uh, certain members of the family, or maybe this is asking too much of it. Maybe, maybe what it is is. A chance to appreciate each other for all the uh, for everything for the the ups and downs and the flaws but the the great things about the people in your family 
And uh, boy, we're getting deep. We're getting deep already. <laughs> I can tell you. Uh, it, it certainly is that. It's it's it. You can also look at it as one way you could look at it is celebration. I guess a negative way of looking at it is a celebration of materialism. Uh, because of all the things we have to buy. And uh, it's just this, this contract. If like we're going out, we're spending gifts for each other. Uh, but I think that's a bad way to look at it. Um, I think that, it, that uh, you're giving things out of love and hopefully you want to hope that the families, you know, all the families, uh, you know, don't get too upset if they don't get the gift they wanted this year, or I didn't get enough gifts from that person. Um, I hope not. I hope it's, you know, and, and it's easy. I think it's easy for, for people to, to go that way. I've always been like, hey, you don't have to give me anything really. This is just like a bonus that I get stuff from, from my family. It's nice, uh, but it's not important. I mean, maybe we, when I was a kid, it was a bigger deal because, you know, the materialism was a bigger, bigger deal because you just, you know, that was kind of your life in a way, you know, the things in it that kept you entertained. Uh, but um, I was always grateful. I was always grateful for things I received, but yeah, uh, you know, Christmas is, to me, I think, I was thinking about it as a prelude, a prelude to a change, because uh, of the New Year, which is the, my worst holiday, I hate, I hate New Year's, but I think it's, it's the expectations, we have to manage the expectations uh, because I think there's too much pressure on these holidays. And I think we've been indoctrinated by, hey, you know, things have to change or it's all going to work out on this day because it's, it's uh, Christmas and, and things are going to work out for you or it's New Year's, it's new possibilities. But it's like, you know, really, it's like you just, it, it, let's not fool ourselves. You, it's not all going to happen on the magic day where the culture says it's going to happen here. Uh, it's going to happen when you make, you make the changes in your life to be like, okay, I really have to get these things on track. I really have to put the time in. I really have to uh, recommit to my life goal, uh, my life direction. And uh, yeah, I think I've been looking at it that way. I have a tendency to look at it that way besides, you know, the birth of Jesus. And yeah, that is important. It definitely is. But Christmas to me can be such a hodgepodge of, of things like that, of uh, where you kind of look back a little bit you're looking forward and, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that, you know, it's not quite the Christmas it used to be cause, cause of, cause of the, the beer bug, you know, and, uh, 
the 19 there and uh I, you know, I can't see all the friends that I, I wanted to. And I think a lot of people are in the same boat. But let's not go there. Like, I, I'm trying to keep this podcast <laughs> as escapism. And I, I want to keep it as that. I don't want to go into the current events too too much. Unless the only way I really want to do that is if I go into, like, movies and uh, that, that thing out there. Uh plays its part into the entertainment business some you know where it's just no there's no way around around it you know um but yeah i I really do just want to make this pod about escapism and and not thinking about those things so i'm gonna i'm trying to gonna try to get back back on track and and keep that stuff out and that's because that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother audience (laughs) uh we all kind of get here to you know, hopefully listen to me to get, to get away or any podcast really, unless you are seeking out a certain, uh, aspect of what's going on. And, uh, cause we get heaping spoons full of, of that stuff right now. Um, so yeah, new beginnings, uh, but new beginnings right around the corner. Really Christmas is, it's about being grateful, you know, everyone in your family hopefully is is together and in good enough health to enjoy each other's presence and uh and uh presence not presence but yeah and hopefully laughter and enjoyment and uh time off from work to appreciate that Uh, as i do this i'm sitting next to a tree that's uh, covered in lights and uh foil uh, you got the, the tin foil wrap or the the tinsel i mean and the in the circular candle star reef thing thing thingamajig and my whole bunch of ornaments i got my wolverine first appearance wolverine versus the hulk comic ornament which is pretty great i got the green lantern uh he's in there uh, with his ring next to a green light and uh light bulb there so it looks like his it's coming from his ring it's great and some ornaments from my childhood that i made in my brother's childhood there's for example there's an et uh, ornament that I remember making with uh, I forgot the name of these things but you you put them in the oven and they melt kind of like a wax colored wax glass or something it turns into glass in the in the stove and it melts into place and it's it it's ET when the two hands are touching and uh, there's like a blue it's like a round ornament with some blue you know in the back and the hands are, are uh you know the hands are beige and all that and they're supposed to be like a red yeah there's the red uh thing from et's hand in between uh the fingers there so it, it's neat it's kind of a trip down memory lane so that aspect of christmas definitely plays its part of kind of like how far we've been and uh you know the ornaments are kind of like uh 
many time capsules, many time capsules. And we, my mom has a, uh, she has a uh, ceramic uh, tree that has the the light up bulbs that you that stick out of it, and uh, we had that you know growing up. Uh, I remember that this lasting throughout the ages and just lo loving the simplicity of that, not having to get, you know, but it was just, you know, if, if it was just, uh, you know, let's say hypothetically, if it was just, uh, I had a super awesome fancy house and I had, uh, say I didn't have a big tree, I would have a ceramic tree with the little light bulbs and that would be enough for me <laughs> because for halloween uh at the place i was renting i didn't do a lot of halloween decorations but to show my halloween spirit i put a uh, plastic pumpkin on on the uh out on the porch there not by the stairway and i i, I put like a, a candle or a bulb inside it to light it up and it was just this lone pumpkin and uh, the simplicity you know is 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 there but that that to me that's all i really need i don't i don't need to go hog wild on all that so i guess the next thing to talk about i know i know i mean this is a pretty uh pretty serious i i, I try not to be you know i want to get a little bit lighter here because i get serious enough in, in the in the call-in shows and the you know shows with uh, certain guests you know and uh, I want I want to lighten it up I want I want to get a little silly here it's the uh... yeah my next topic is called the seriousness of of the work <laughs> so I guess there's no escaping it uh, seriousness I would say seriousness uh of the work and when i mean the seriousness of the work i mean are you taking the things in your life that you want to make happen in your life do you want to make those things the most important things of your month your goals and are you taking your creative endeavors your or say okay i'm building a sauna i, I want to become a, a great mechanic or I need to do these things. I need to practice building this and dedicating my time towards that. Are you taking it serious? Are you committed? Uh, I'm particular, particularly committed to publishing Rage 4 and it's hit some roadblo roadblocks because corrections, I made an alternate version that took a little while. <laughs> And there are some back and forth corrections that didn't go quite the way I wanted it to. So uh, I had to add an uh, add an intro pay intro page and everything. And so there's some back and forth. So I also want to finish my novella Dark Carpentry, which has been going undergoing intense rewrites. And uh, yeah, I have to recommit to finish what I started. Are you taking your work seriously now? Or are you letting the nine to five get in the way and dictate and your mood when you get home and the energy dictate your time to your work, the real work, 
do you take a day off? Can you afford to take a day off to dedicate yourself towards what you need to do? Or do you just let the work rail railroad you? And uh, I guess that's that's a constant struggle. Constant struggle as an artist and me doing this right here. You know, potting. You know, this Christmas episode. You know, I want to make it kind of special. You know, I want to put a little bit of work into it. I don't just want to do a willy-nilly Christmas special, although I could. I could just ramble and that, that would be it. But I wanted to make it a little special. Uh, I, you know, it's been a while since Sir Michael Caine has called in, and you know, I, I don't, I don't, can't remember the last time I had him on, on the show. I, I think he's really sick. He's been sick of me. I, I think he hasn't seen a lot of motivation out of me to pursue my acting career. Uh, I don't even know if he's watched, if he's watched. Uh, my movie uh the search uh one of the most interesting and uh intriguing films of of our time which you can check out on youtube on, on my youtube channel over at mustang 7 check the banner at hambo.podbean.com but anyway i digress are you taking it serious your tasks that need to be done should be the first things that you check off in the morning but set your day first. Set your reality. Make it a good day. Say, I'm going to have a great day today. Or today is a great day. No matter what happens. And speaking of things happening, uh, I wonder how how things are going over, you know, Stallone's, Stallone and Arnold's place. You know. It's been a while since we've chucked, chucked in, uh, checked in with them too. Uh, you know, I remember. I think it was maybe it was last year or the, or the year before that. You know, the, the Muscleheads gang got together. They sang "Last Christmas," and boy, what a hit that was! <laughs> what a YouTube viral sensation that was! Whew, I gotta tell you, that was uh, whew, that. Uh, that set the world on fire, but we should maybe. I wonder what they're. I wonder what they're doing right now. You know. All right. What do we have here? Looking at the three. <laughs> yes, we got the Wiener Schnitzel. Right there. Put that right there. That's it right there. And then the. Uh, oh. Yes, you must put the strudel, the strudel ornament is my favorite, all the way up top. Yeah, yeah, there we are. Now we finally have a completed tree. Hey, what you got up there? That looks a little silly. What do you mean? Shut up. It looks like a clown or something. That little weird strudel. You really uh. You really want to keep it there, or do you want to kind of move, put the tinsel over it, around it? It kind of nice spiral effect. What do you think? Oh, just leave the strudel alone. All right, let it leave it alone. All right, when I decorate, I want to be, you know, I want to be the artist. 
Hey, I know a thing or two about art, you know. I sometimes I do a little painting, a little doodling. Hey, shut up. You don't do no doodling. The only doodling you do is doodling yourself. Hey, you always know that. That's not nice, you know. I don't doodle by myself. I doodle with someone else. Ugh. Disgusting. I can't believe we're roommates. I just don't understand. I don't understand. What are we going to do this Christmas? Hey, what we always do. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. What do you want to do? I mean, there's only so many things we can do. Go outside. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Go uh, do a little boxing, but you got to be careful. You know, you got to... There's certain things you got to do if you go inside. Yeah. <laughs> You don't tell me. I'm hitting the gym all the time, buddy. But, um, well, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of boring. Hey, boring. Hey, you know what's boring. You and me having this little discussion. When we're going to go outside, go for a nice punch-up, maybe swing a few devastating punches? Let's not. I, you know, it's been a while. But what they really want to do is go on Hambo's show. Hambo? Yes, it, it's been quite a while. He hasn't had us on. He's had these guests. Well, he said one guest. I don't know if he's had a lot of guests. Yeah, you know, he's been kind of serious lately. He needs to lighten up. Let everybody know it's a comedy show. It's too serious. Exactly. He needs to have something a little bit more silly. It's silly. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, you can only be silly for so long. I don't want to keep your show going for so long. He said, no. I just wish, I just wish he'd have us on. It's very sad. It makes me cry. Especially around this time, I get a little teared up. Hey, yo, you know, you might want to keep that for New Year's because that's more of an emotional holiday. When the turn, the year turns into new things, and you got to think about the whole year, you the whole year ender. He's got Hambo's got a whole year end show. It's like crazy. It's he even records when he turns a certain age. And then it's like, it's like, he just lets it go. Like, I'm going to turn 44 tomorrow, yo. And it's like, ah, it's strange. He records every year he turns. He shut up. He does not. Yes, he does. He just doesn't always share it. Well, just shut up and let me put the angel on the top of the tree. Oh, yeah. It's like Mickey Oasis. It's like an angel on the shoulder. Oh, stop with the Mick. Yeah. All right. So, if I if I had to guess, they're probably putting, if they haven't already, put some ornaments on the tree. If I if I had to guess, but. 
Yeah, you know, I haven't had those guys on the, on the show as well, but, you know, everyone's busy right now. I mean, Arnold's busy, you know, uh, Stallone, you know, he just did another Expendables movie, and golly, I'm looking forward to the next Expendables. I, I don't know who he has in it next, who the big draw is, who's, who the new guest star is going to be. But I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, Stallone, uh, I like that he's doing, you know, the little shorts on YouTube. I think that's cool. Keep in touch with the fans. I also admire that his, uh, his weights, you know, picking up the 45-pound uh, plates, you know, in the kneeling position and picking up, picking those up. That, that's an incredibly inspiring. And, uh, well... Let's see what else. I, I wanted to kind of go over Spider-Man again because I don't know if I kind of touched it in the review. And if you haven't checked out the review, I, I you know, I highly encourage you to check out the review because there's some good stuff in it. I, and I talk about getting nostalgic for th something that was, it's, you know, it's been about 20 years since Spider-Man 1. And I, did, I had to watch it the other day uh, because I wanted to appreciate the first one again because it was it was a fun watch. And it's always been fun, fun to watch that one. And I'm going to watch Spider-Man 2 next. And just to... I wanted to do that before I saw No Way Home. But there's just something so interesting about getting nostalgic about something that was 20 years ago. But it doesn't seem like that long ago. You know, to me, when I was in high school, each year felt like five. But now, 20 years ago, you know, that was 2002, I think, when that came out for Spider-Man. And that was like, there's still some 90s vibe in, 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 in Spider-Man 1. And... Yeah, it's just interesting. It's weird how fast time goes when you're just doing the full-time work. Or you're not... I, I, I should say that. Because it was I wasn't just doing full-time work or working all the time. You know, because I had film school. I had... You know, I moved to California. There's some There were some things happening there. Some pivotal things. But when you're not in school, I think time goes fast and I think it goes fast when you don't fill up your life with things that are different and I think when when things are too mundane I think your life seems to be processed very fast as opposed to doing interesting things uh, probably maybe things that aren't in your comfort zone and so that's something I, I'm gonna try to work on and remedy uh, next year because it's just easy to get stuck into that rhythm of being in a comfort zone and not trying or doing or pushing myself. Uh, like the stand-up comedy, you know, I've kind of moved away from that because I've wanted to finish up my novella, my comic. But I know I need to kind of go back and refine the jokes and get back. Because, I mean... 
And it, which brings me to my next topic. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? I mean, it's looking pretty good for the for the downloads. I mean, I checked the stats, ladies and gentlemen. I checked the stats. Over 4,000 downloads. And I'm so, so grateful for that. It's awesome. You guys did it. I hit my goal. And I'm so happy for it. Now, I want I want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody for that. And and the listeners that people that have called in or typed in, I, I thank you all. It's been awesome. And I've seen a lot of growth here, but now how can I grow this more? Uh, and I, I'm thinking about maybe the stand-up. I think a lot of uh, the podcasters out there that have big numbers, I'm talking like the, the Theo Vaughns of the world, uh, uh, and uh, the Joe Rogans, um, they have, they've, I think, you know, a lot of it, they've had something before the podcast. Uh, not that they didn't put in some work, but it helps to have something to coincide with the podcast. So I, I'm looking at, you know, the films are good. Doing, keep going with the short films, but the stand-up comedy you know, uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with the podcast. So I'm looking at getting back on stage and uh, revamping some jokes and doing a little practice run. And I had some jokes, uh, but uh, I'm too lazy to get up and read them to you. <laughs> but I guess I could, I could go get them. And uh, I'll have to edit this, but let me go get the jokes. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, so I don't have the jokes with me. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I checked my jacket pocket. They're not in there. Uh... I'm trying to remember how one of them went. Ah, I it, here we go. I got one. It's called the wine joke. Okay, this is very experimental. I'm just I'm trying to mold it into something so it, I have the joke within the joke. What the thing? Oh yeah, the thing about wines. The thing about wines is. You know, they're so damn hard to pronounce. Pino Grigio. Grigio. Pino Noir. Uh, white Zinfidel. Uh, it's just, you can go, I can go on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, I mean, geez. I mean, uh, how many different wine names, you know? How many different fancy schmancy wine names does there need to be for it's like you know Chardonnay, you know uh, Champagne? I mean, come on! I mean, the list goes on. I mean, what still? Why not just call it? It's red wine. It's white wine. That's it. You know, I. I you know, and at this point of the joke, I'd be holding a 
you know, it's white wine, you know, uh, and uh, holding the bottle down, like, uh, you know, mimicking, holding a white wine bottle by my crotch. That's, well, maybe not just white wine. It sounds kind of, you know, but there's always just white wine and just, you know, creamy wine. It's just not good. See, though, so that's the joke. See, that, that's terrible. <laughs> it's got really no punch. Or the punch is so juvenile and stupid. But that's why I need to rework the jokes, kids. Because it's, uh, you know, I have a lot of joke prompts. But none of, you have to go through a lot of joke prompts before you can get to something that you think is funny enough. And uh, again, I'm just going off memory. I have some other ones. They're written down, but well, it's not with me right now. But anyway, uh, Spider-Man, back to Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3. I remember going to see that. That was almost, almost only 10 years ago. Which is such a long time in school years. You know, but in just regular working years, it's not really that terribly long ago. But it is. Ten years is still substantial. That's a decade. Uh, that's when we had our last Tobey Maguire movie, Spider-Man 3. And I remember going to see that with my dad, and uh, who has passed on. And it's been, it would, I remember going, driving to the theater and going to see it with him and, and just talking about the movie. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I don't really, I, don't, I think that wasn't that good. <laughs> I didn't really like it. <laughs> I really, I got, I liked it. I thought that was fun. I liked the part with the, you know, Venom and all that. And I, there's some good fighting in it. And, um, I didn't talk about the dancing part, though. That I, that was kind of silly. <laughs> I think at the time I was like, "Yeah, that was a little that was a little silly," but I think it was funny because I think it was just maybe too many characters. Although, look at Far from uh, uh, No Way Home. There's a lot of characters in that one. So really, Far from from Home does what Spider Man Three couldn't do, which was kind of tell a driving narrative with multiple characters and and a whole bunch of villains in it and have it make a more of an impact and uh but there's a lot in spider-man 3 to love there, there's some good stuff in it i love sandman in it there's some good fight scenes with him and sandman <clears throat> i like when spider-man has the black outfit on that's cool um, that was a lot from the, a lot like in the comics. And I'm trying to think of the other villain in Spider-Man 3. Sandman, we had Venom. Although Venom, the way that was done, that was, you know, with Topher Grace. Venom should have had more of a... Uh, a story Venom was a little tacked on, uh, and and really it should have Venom should have been the main <clears throat> villain in it. I'm thinking there's another villain in it. I can't think of it. 
I thought it was more than just Sandman and uh, Venom. So I, I, I gotta, I gotta rewatch the third one. But yeah, there's good memories of me going to see Spider-Man three with my dad. So it's nostalgic going to see that you know No Way Home. Uh, it brings back some memories of the last twenty years. And even with the Andrew Garfield movies, like I was in, Car in California when I watched The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, at least I think it was the first one or second one. I didn't see the one with uh, uh, the lizard in it. I saw the one with, uh, I think it was the second one with Electro, I think. Yeah, because I didn't like the the lizard and the design of the lizard and and in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, but I liked Andrew Garfield's performance, and I thought he made a good Spider-Man. I, I I think uh, the Norman Osborn wasn't that great. I thought the, the his costume and the face makeup he did wasn't. Yeah, I thought that was lackluster, but. But it was great to see him in uh, No Way Home because I think he did steal the show in a way. And, uh, but everyone was good in it. William, William, Willem, not William, Willem Defoe uh, was excellent. Uh, um, oh, I can't think, why can't I think? Alfred Molina plays Doc Ock is great. Great to have him back. It's just, it was fun having them all back. Uh, and you think about your, you know, I think about my own life watching those movies. And uh, it's it's a nostalgic trip. And there's a lot of crying in it. There's a lot of, maybe a little too much crying in the movie. <laughs> but it, it does play on your heartstrings, obviously. And it does kind of manipulate you a little, me, manipulated me a little bit, but I went with it. I got it. You know, it was fun. It's fun to do that. Uh, yeah, so there, there's, there's that. Um, hope you liked my experimental comedy. Uh, wanted to touch on, uh, you know, I, I talked about this briefly, uh, you know, I've been, you know, watching the Bond movies and reviewing them. And one of the, one of the things that motivated me, motivated me to review all the Bond movies. I'm going to be getting back on to the Bond review movies, uh, our podcasts. Uh, I got on Her Majesty's Secret, Secret Service next. Uh, but, you know, was this great podcast called The Hollywood Saloon. I know I keep plugging them and the reason I do is because they don't really make podcasts like that anymore. I mean, they do, they're, they're a long podcast that, you know, each episode's about two hours, but they really go deep into their subject matter of the movies they like and, and why they like them and they're passionate about them, you know, and they know these two, they know each other. Uh, really well and what they liked and what they don't like and they dissect movies and it really it's a really well done show that has high production value they got the sound bites you know they 
I, I, I'm not sure. I wonder if they edited uh, all the sound bites from, from the Bond movies in there. Because that takes some time. I mean, I, I don't do that because I don't have the time to put in uh, all like the dialogue scenes that they're talking about and the music. You know, I'll do a little something on my ukulele. Like I'll play the theme from the uke and I'll, I'll try to quote some of the lines, but I'm not going to drop in all the all the connery lines that i'm referencing you know i'm just kind of shooting from the hip giving you my impressions and you know being aided by the imdb uh <laughs> website there and drawing you know making my own conclusions there and put my own little riff on it any sound effects or special effects or dialogue is just coming from me because uh honestly kids i don't have the time to, like i used to to edit and to put these these things together like that so uh, it's all on the spot i think that's one of the reasons why i like doing live episodes so much is that it's there's no editing involved with that i mean there's not even an intro necessarily <laughs> but there are some buttons i can hit i can hit some laugh tracks you know i can hit some some musical chimes you know in there but yeah I, I again i highly advise if you have any any inkling or you're bored you need a new podcast this is a new old podcast because they haven't you know apparently they pod faded they haven't put out a new episode since 2000 uh i don't even know they it says 2019 but i i don't think so because the episode they're talking about the last uh, speed racer movie and that speed racer came out 2000 that came out 2009 2008 something along that those lines found <laughs> the time spider-man 3 came out if i'm not mistaken so yeah there you go um or maybe maybe let me look it up speed racer let me look up i mean their speed racer episode is excellent even if you're not into speed racer it's it's still riveting because of how passionate they are about it now the hollywood saloon they're what the you know if you go to podbean and try to download you can't i think you can play their episodes on the website but you can't download them you have to go through itunes to download the episodes so do that excuse me Whew, little burp came up there uh, let me type in Speed Racer. Forgot when that came out. And I got no internet. I got to log in. So let me see here. Stand by, having technical problems. All right, Speed Racer. Here we go, Wikipedia. Yeah, I was right. Speed Racer is a 2008 sports action comedy film written and directed by the Wachowskis. It is based on the 1960s Magna, or, I'm sorry, Magna, no, Magna and anime series of the same name, which I still haven't seen this movie. 
and these guys are really hardcore uh, speed racer fans so there you go I you know check out again check out some of the early episodes where they talk about bond uh, and it's just you know it's a great way if you have a long trip you appreciate their their passion on the subject so so there you go um, I hope everyone's having a great uh, Christmas week and you got your shopping done if not you better get it done the next couple days here and uh, I think I think uh, oh I see this here I get, somebody left me a message uh, let's see here oh yeah see I let me listen to this met okay let me listen to this here it's from Sir Michael Kane. I'm sure he's wishing me a very Merry Christmas I, I'll put him on speakerphone here hello Hambo look I'm not gonna say very much but I'm going to say a little actually I'm going to say a lot I just want you to listen just listen to what I say. Now look, I understand you've been having some trouble with certain finances. And this is something I understand. But you need to get back into the arena of acting work. You must go back and study from the masters Stanislavski Stella Adler all those you must go back and you must learn the craft you must get back to it performing performance Hambo it's in your blood don't you see it's in your blood now look We've had our differences over the years. I understand that. And I don't want to be on your show playing silly silly games. What I want to do is inspire you to get back out there. To make your films. To take it seriously. You only got one life. You only got one age at a time. So make the best of it, Hambo. Do this. Do this for me. And, uh, please, if you could, keep Salty Ron out of your office, out of your studio. He's smelling up the place. He's a scary individual. Really. But besides that, I, I, I suppose I I should give you a, a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But I hope I hope you make it happy, Hambo. I hope you, you achieve your dreams and you realize and you take it seriously. That these these things that you dream of and that you write. 
they are your future. Not the nine to five. And with that, I leave you, you piece of shit. Merry Christmas, you son of a bitch. Yeah, well, have a Merry Christmas, Sir Michael. I, you know, uh, I knew, I knew, see, this is what I was afraid of. He was going to go on and he was going to make fun of my, has he even seen the search? I don't even know. You know, I've also auditioned for a commercial. You know, he doesn't know that, but a five hour energy. Did I get it? No. Did I need it? Yes. But I am. I'm putting my foot out there. I'm, you know, I, I have a company I am working with to get some acting work. You know, whether that's as, a, as an extra or, you know, I'll, I'll read some. I'll read some lines. I'll do some voiceovers. You know, I put that out there. Production, production plus part of production plus there, and trying to get me some work, some acting work. So. Joke's on him. I am trying, Sir Michael. I appreciate you calling in. It's been a long time, even though you're just leaving a message, really. Uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas, uh, Sir Michael King. And, uh, you know, he's still, he's not retired. You know, he put that out on Twitter like a few a couple months ago. Still very employable. Please, employ Michael King. He's, a, he's one of the last great actors of our time. And, uh, yeah. So, where do we go from here? I'm looking at stand-up comedy next year. I'm looking at at least locally and revamping some jokes. Maybe going through the Jerry Seinfeld joke book again. Is this anything? Uh, yeah. Writing another short film. Uh, I've been reading about how to write short films, so now it's time to start delving back into that. Finishing Rage 4, and I got some great little online drawing how to draw packages that I have on my Etsy store. May I put my, I'll put my Etsy store on the, on the banner here, and uh, it's not up there already. Yeah, my Etsy store with my my six-hour master drawing coaching program it's pretty awesome i still have a one-hour uh 10-second drawing coaching program there where i coach people personally and professionally how to draw cartoons and comics and almost whatever your goals are so but enough of a plug about that uh, that's what i'm looking at doing i want to thank everybody here for sticking with me and listening to me ramble if i have not been amusing i appreciate you listening to me a little bit as always give me a right uh write something on the on the on the wall if you can i think you need the the app for that or you have to yeah, or, or just, you know, hit me up. Hit me up by email. I got uh, my email for this podcast. It's not the, it's not the hand pals because, honestly, to make another email, 
will drive me out of my mind. Uh, so name the, I, I named it is the email for this podcast is screaming eagles seven at gmail.com screaming eagles seven at gmail.com. Don't send me any junk to say, Hey, brief message. I listened to your podcast. Uh, I like when you talk about this, can you talk about these topics? You think, what do you think? Um, again, nothing political stick to entertainment comics and movies are the preference. Um, and maybe I'll bring up those topics. Uh, so yeah, I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas. This has been the Christmas episode for better or worse. Uh, not quite as, as charming or as fun as I wanted to make. I don't know. What do you guys think? You let me know. It's pretty laid back. It's like a fireside chat, uh, Christmas episode here. And uh, 45 minutes, I'm looking at about that 45 minute mark. We'll, well, I'll run down the clock. <laughs> I wish there was something else I could bring up, but I'm not sure if there is. So, as always, I'll see you, hopefully, for the year ender, the year in review ender episode with Daniel Wilson, which I'll do after Christmas. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, Tune in, tune in, uh, I don't know, for about four or five days. We'll see. Uh, till then, have a very Merry Christmas. Stay gold and uh, appreciate your family and uh, be grateful for your friends and family right now. And uh, stick together and be positive and uh, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. And uh, may you all have long days and pleasant nights.